Welcome back to the Conehead Sports Podcast. Uh, as always, your host, Ashton Claiborne, here with someone who hasn't been on here in a long time. Landon, what's going on? Yes, sir. What's going on? Not much. We are um, we are back. Um, kind of, let's just kind of jump in. Well, first of all, how's school? Have you been? Uh, virtual kind of screwed me, but other than that, I'm trying to, you know, get my grades a little back up to did, looking pretty good, so. Did virtual, like, get you behind? Yeah, like, the all the ingenuity stuff, like, I, yeah. I just kind of slacked off, but, you know, other than that, it's pretty, pretty decent. That's for me in my health class, that's for, like, the first, like, month, it was all ingenuity, and then yeah. when I got back to school, I was behind, like, three months, like, a month, so I had to get, I'm just starting to get back caught up. And, that's and I got, I'm like, doing. 15 tardies somehow from, like, this <laughs> virtual. But what? Whatever. Yeah. I didn't even, you could get tardies for Zoom classes? I mean, I guess so. I, if I would have known that, I probably wouldn't have missed, you know, 15 <laughs> Zoom meetings, but. I know some people yeah. who like didn't even go, and they seem like pretty fine to me. I know Cameron. Cameron, he I didn't even figure out he was in my health class until the first day of school. He he didn't show up to any of the Zoom meetings. <laughs> yeah, but. he didn't even know they were they were happening. But uh, let's jump into it. We'll jump into I kind of what everybody wants to hear. We'll talk about the game. So this uh, this Friday, as of nine oh five Tuesday night. This will be uploaded Wednesday. Um, Scott County is playing Gr- Grant County. That'll be kind of a – they haven't played in like three weeks, so that'll give a, a good starting starting for the Douglas game. Hopefully – and then great crossing plays. Douglas hoping they make – I mean, break some kneecaps under the table or something so to help Scott County out a little bit. But, I mean, are you going to go to that game? Because that's, that's probably going to be the game leading up to the, the probably the biggest game of the year, which is the Douglas game. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna try to. I haven't got to go to any of the regular season games, but I know we've I know heard we've done pretty good, so we'll try to check them out. That man, that Douglas game is gonna be. I I remember they the in the beginning of the year I was so excited the entire day, and then like halfway through they switched it to like the GRC or whatever. And man, talk about a mood swing in the middle of the day. But hopefully yeah. this the Douglas game. I think Kentucky's weird. Andy Bashir, I mean, you you have your opinions on what he's done. I don't even really care. Um, but like high school football, they might have said if you're even if you're in the red of more COVID cases, you can you can play playoff football. It's I don't know how it's different, but hopefully, hopefully these do not get canceled because I know I've been talking to a whole bunch of football players. They definitely want to play. Well, where are these games going to be at? Because it might depend on like the county they're in, maybe. I don't know. It just depends. So the Grant County one is is at Scott County or the whatever. The Douglas game in Great Crossing is away. And then since we have a better record than Douglas, we play them at home. And that's going to be a rocking game. It'll probably be cold. Everybody's going to want – this is the year to get them. I mean, everybody is – I, I feel like that's going to be one of the biggest games talked about for uh, for a long time. Kentucky can pull if Scott County can pull it out, right? Um, something that's like cool is so Coach McKee tweeted today: twenty six years head coach, and this is our strongest power clean group ever. Thirteen guys at two fifty or more. I mean, that's kind of crazy. There's, yeah, that's that's power cleans. Thirteen guys 
and my man who's at the top, Spencer Wood, 285. Yeah, absolute that. monster. That's crazy. Absolute monster of a kid. Where's the there was I think he put out a squat one or maybe he didn't, but yeah, Spencer's on the top of power cleans, my man. Um something also that's kind of cool that happened for Spencer, he got a an offer from Lindsey Wilson. Freaking congratulations to him. And then Cameron today or yesterday, Cameron Lay visited there. I think it was yeah, yesterday. Did you see yeah, was it yesterday? Yeah, the jersey on and stuff. They have his visit or something. Yeah. I think it was yesterday. And then today, it looked like Campton visited Lindsey Wilson. And, I mean, if if they want to play in this next level, I feel like that's a perfect place. I mean, I feel like they really, really like recruiting out of Scott County. I feel like a lot of the guys in the past have gotten Lindsey Wilson offers. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many have actually gone. Do you, have you ever recalled a person that's gone there from Scott County? Honestly, I couldn't. I really don't know. I'd have to really think. But where is Lindsey Wilson at? Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up right now because I honestly have no idea. All I know yeah, is in Kentucky. Yeah. It's in where is this even at? <clears throat> uh, Campbellsville. It's in Columbia, Kentucky, which is just south of us. It's on the almost on the border of, not really almost on the border, but kind of. I'm trying to figure out what big towns are by it. Campbellsville. It's by I guess Cumberland, but not really. It's kind of in its own little place. I know a few people who go there, but gotcha. uh, maybe it's a good maybe it's a good place. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all the news for Scott County sports today. The KHSA had a had a meeting that has to do with winter sports, and here's what I'm hearing: they're probably going to delay them. Which is, I mean, did anybody really think that they were gonna start on time? The sport on yeah. time, yeah. yeah. So they think they're gonna delay them. And for people who like me who play lacrosse, as soon as basketball season ends, we get a little bit more people. So maybe right. basketball overlaying lacrosse won't be the best for me, but I mean, I really hope that everybody gets their senior year. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Well, I heard fake that, fake county already like. Already delayed theirs, didn't they? Or was it Fayette County? Or... Did they? I thought I heard oh, some I... county around us already delayed, so they already made a decision. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would. I don't know how to pronounce. Probably, I bet Fayette County did. With all, they're always in the red twenty four seven. But yeah, that's yeah. They're kind of more. Yeah, they're kind of they, more just they... like more paranoid about everything. So. They they also have I feel like they're only in the red because of Kentucky University the UK. I feel like that's what I'm hearing is, stuff. yeah they get they get te- I heard I heard today great Georgetown College tests once every two weeks or just about two I heard a bunch of people just got it there and I'm guessing it's probably the same at I would have to ask like Wilson or somebody but I bet it's the same there and I mean if you test everybody walking into a uh if you walk if you test Every single person walking to Scott County tomorrow, guaranteed, probably about half of us are positive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the I mean, the more you test, the more cases you're gonna get. The, yeah, there's the, a reason the, that the non- America is so high in, in cases is because we do the most testing. I mean, you know, I I don't know. That's that was like a I like we should we should be worried about we should be worried about like the death rate instead of like how many cases there are. You know. 
and because I just feel like it's it's really messing up people's plans, like athletes and stuff, Mm -hmm. for no reason. It's just really silly to me. But if if you're if you have if you're symptomatic, if you are sick, you're actually then yeah, that's you you get that done. You get to take care. You go to the hospital. You you get your health under control. But for the people who are like they test positive, but they're perfectly fine, like it's everyday life. Right. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But those guys can still transfer. I don't know. It's a big commotion. That's why we stay in sports. But it's sadly become a, yeah. a pretty big part of sports. I don't know it affects people differently. Because I'm I'm oh, Mr. Sure. Clements DA, and he he said he had it, and he said it was pretty bad. And then my uncle had it, but it didn't like affect him at all. So it just just depends on. You're Mr. Clements TA. Are you for real? Yeah. Yeah. Third or like yeah, third hour. That. It's pretty entertaining, That's, to be honest. But. I don't know if you saw my. If I don't know if you saw. He. I talked to him the other day, and like, if anybody doesn't know who he is, Mister Clement. He he came when the split from Great Crossing and Scott County came. He was one of the administrators that replaced a few of them. This guy, Mister Clement, I kid you not. I put it on a tweet. He had. He brings so much energy yeah, to the school. Tweet. Like, he seems excited to be there. No. Every, you look at every kid's face. Nobody's excited. This guy looks like he wants to help the school. He wants to help people. He's one of my favorite ministers. Like I've in my entire twelve years of being in school, he's he brings energy that not a lot of other teachers bring, or like administrators. I mean, I still love the administrators, but I think yeah. I think the hiring process for Scott County has been really good since the split. You agree with me? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, adding people that are really going to, you know, bring up the school spirit and stuff. Like, Clement, he's always, like, asking people, like, if they need help. And he's always, like, every day I'll TA for him. He's, like, in a good mood and stuff and ready to get things done. So that's kind of, you know, something going to make the school better. So One of my classes got switched um, my car time. So I had to go t- to one car time to a different one. And he was there. He was on the phone. I didn't see he was on the phone. I asked him. And I was like, hey, do you know where this number is? He literally looked at the phone and goes, give me a second. I got to help a student. And he just took me right to the class and talked to me the entire way. And I was like, some administrators would be like, hey, I'm on the phone. Wait a second. And I'll get you there. But man, I don't know why, but that really stuck out to me. Like he is one of the nicest administrators and like just like calming. He didn't yeah, he? Very, I feel like he put dope. up like I feel like he put up like two thirty five one day, like going into strength and conditioning and just am I am I tripping or do you think that happened? <laughs> I mean it probably did. It wouldn't surprise me. I remember when we did like he they had those pull ups in the gym or something and he just yeah. absolutely cranked them. I remember that. But yeah, he's definitely <laughs> he's definitely a dope guy. So Yeah. Um definitely a huge get for, for Scott County and but we'll move on to the we, – we talked about the little small county things. We're going to move on now to the bigger things. This entire week, when I planned this out, we're supposed to record this on Monday. It's Tuesday. Good thing we didn't record it yesterday because a whole lot have happened the last two days. The, the blockbuster trade everybody's talking about is Chris Paul going from the Oklahoma City Thunder to the Suns. And before I get into that – let me try to pull up the exact what the Suns traded. And Landon, you're a Suns fan, so I'm gonna ask for your your opinion right. on it. Um, let me try to find it here. What they what exactly they gave up? I think I might have probably sent a post to you about it. 
Here it is. Okay. So OKC traded Chris Paul and Abdel Nadir, some bench warmer, to the Suns for Kelly Oubre. Is is Kelly Oubre? I, in my opinion, he's a role player. Do you think he's better than that? Uh, what'd you say? You kind of cut out a little bit. Oh, Kelly Oubre. Is he a role player? Or is he is he better than I think he is? I mean, he's definitely not. I feel like he's like. I feel like he's established himself more than a role player. Like his scoring and stuff, I feel like he's super underrated mm-hmm. when it comes to his scoring. But you know, when it comes to the trade, I f- I really hate losing him, and I hate losing Ty Jerome. I really thought Ty Jerome was gonna have a good, like he was, you know, young, and I felt like he was gonna mm-hmm. be a good player. But I just feel like it's a really a good trade for both teams. I don't know. I just feel like Chris Paul, Booker, and Aiton. I feel like that's, and we got to keep Mikel Bridges, who's like a really good two way player. And we got yeah. to keep our ten pick. So that that was what was big for me is that here's the start. Who's here's the p- potential starting lineup for next year, which is Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Cameron Johnson, Mikhail Bridges, and DeAndre Ayton. And that that what you just said was huge. They kept their tenth pick. I thought there was no way they get the trade done without the tenth pick, but they were able to keep the pick. I feel like that pick is projected. Tyrese Maxey, but right. it literally could be anybody at this point, the European stars that are in this draft. But um, are you looking – I mean, the Suns are – you think the Suns are playoff contenders now? I mean, I think they're definitely – I don't think it'll be the same situation as last year where we had to, you know, go 8-0 in the, in the quarantine thing and, you know, like really push to still not make it. I feel like we're going to be an easy top, you know, five West team, I feel like. You think so? Like when you compare us to other teams, I mean, we we have the scoring, we have the you know the veteran point guard now, you know, even though he's in his what sixteenth year, he's still putting up numbers he was five you know six years ago. So that's true. And for the in the Thunder, how many the Thunder kind of caught a dub too because they now they have what was it sixteen first round picks or they, something? It's kind of crazy. Let me see. It's sixteen or seventeen. I'm pretty have, sure. It's something insane like that. Yeah. So I mean, you know, they got Shea Alexander. They can build around, and they got all those picks. So they're they're in a good situation too. I saw on something on Twitter that it was the here here. Let me, I got it right here. It says OKC Thunder. The OKC, OKC turned Russell Westbrook into Chris Paul. Two, 2024 first round pick, twenty twenty six first round pick, and then a bunch of swap picks. Chris Paul turned into Kelly Oubre, Ricky Rubio, Ty Jerome, a first round pick. And they said Sam Presti, who was the GM for Oklahoma, is the best in the game, and it's not even close. And then somebody tagged that and said, calling a GM who drafted three MVPs in Harden, Durant, and Westbrook, all of them never won a championship. And the best is, wait, who lost all of the MVPs and never won a championship is the best, not only a stretch, but a joke. Do you think that... Sam Presti, the GM for the the Thunder, do you think this the moves he's making in these off seasons, do you think it actually has potential? I mean, I feel like yeah. I mean, I don't think I don't think he's gonna blow seventeen first round picks. I mean, that's just too many to, <laughs> you know, they're they're definitely gonna build up and you know, I mean they got Shea Alexander, Kelly Oubre now, who averages I think he averaged like close to eighteen points a game. He's still young. They have Steven Adams, who's a great young or great veteran. I mean and I don't know. I just feel like 
they're definitely going to be a good. They're they're going to have a good squad here in the next couple years. But I I think I, I think getting rid of Chris Paul definitely sets them back just a tad. But yeah, in a couple years they'll they'll build right back up where they were. I feel like. I think their their whole trading Russell Westbrook was perfect. Um, Shea Alexander, even though he went to Kentucky, I'm kind of biased. He is one of my favorite young stars, and I feel like for a lot of people, I'm kind of in the the game with the the sports cards and that's kind of a a huge sports card like guy like when people are investing i look at people mm-hmm. who are investing long term i don't like the short term flipping whatever i for me i feel like i don't have enough money to do that yeah but every, everybody's looking at shea everybody thinks shea has so much potential and i think oklahoma has i think i don't know what draft pick they have this year do you think it's top 15 it's no way it's top oh, 15 they made the playoff all right but um, while you look, I think them these draft pits could be good, but they have to make some big move for some big star in in the future. Because if you just have if you just keep trading these picks, he Sam Presti too he he is obviously good. I mean, he got the job. He's doing good, and if he can turn these picks into something and actually have something in the next, I would say I give him like three four years. Then yeah, I would think um. I would think that this is going to be worth it and them trading all this away to get this and that is, I think them getting Chris Paul was huge. Them trading, I think for the Suns, it was huge getting him. And I think it was good for both, but um, they have, they have two first round picks, the 25th and 28th. So that's kind of, I mean, they could always mm -hmm. trade. I mean, having all those picks that gives them so much, you know, Gives them a lot of opportunity to trade up in the draft if they wanted to. Like they could easily get in the top, you know, top ten with all their picks and. Oh yeah. So that's definitely smart. They they have a lot of different opportunities and different options. So. I was hearing another tweet. It was like Sam Presti needs to move these picks because the second he drafts them, their value like drops like significantly. Right. When you have a when you just have a draft pick, I feel like it's worth a lot more. They could do what they want with that, but yeah, that. I love, I love, quarantine's been terrible, but I've loved the sports. The The NBA starts December 22nd. Off season is November, what's today? November 16th through what the closing date. I have no idea, like probably November 28th or something. Something crazy. I don't even know. But uh, yeah, that's that's just one. That was just one pick. Here's, here's more. And this... This has been one of the biggest ones, and I've kind of been going back and forth, and I definitely want your input on this. Uh, James Harden, uh, supposedly, this could be totally false. We don't know. James Harden wants out of Houston. He told them, hey, I want to get traded, and I want to get traded to the Brooklyn Nets. Right. Here's the thing. Brooklyn already has two two stars. Brooklyn's already like a title contender in the East. And adding James Harden... Do you think that even makes them like better? In my opinion, it kind of makes them. It could make them worse if they don't play it right. Yeah, I mean, I don't think adding Harden automatically walks them as a finals team. You know, even though they have you know Kyrie, it's just Kyrie and KD. But it's just like I don't. You just never know if their uh, their personalities are going to mesh. Because I know you know we all know the type of player Kyrie is recently, yeah. and Harden's not really any better when it comes to. He, he kind of wants to have the ball in his hands. He wants to be the star of the team. And KD, 
you know, he's coming off being from the Warriors and stuff, coming off injury, so you never know how KD's going to do. So, I don't know. It's, I just I, I always don't agree with people when they think it's, you know, automatic championship. I just I feel, I feel like West Ham's wait and see. So You'd have to – you definitely have to just, just wait. Because I – Kevin Durant – by himself makes a team a playoff contender, in my opinion. Kevin Durant is that good, that around. Kyrie, what he did in the, what he did for the Celtics, I feel like the Celtics are twenty times better without him. Right. Yeah, that's my that's my opinion. Um, I think he does bring, kind of a he brings them down. I don't I don't know Kyrie. I don't know. Maybe he maybe this is all false and everybody's lied to us about Kyrie. But in my opinion, I feel like Kyrie isn't the best locker room personality. And, I mean, you saw Westbrook and uh, and James Harden. Theirs was always their their flow of the game was always kind of off. It never felt like they were ever clicking, right? Um, while in the playoffs. But hey, if that happens, that'll be a fun team to watch because you'll have Kyrie running the one, Harden running the two, role player running the three, Kevin Durant running the four, and then. Maybe Jared Allen or another five. Because remember, they can't just sign James Harden. They have to trade for right. him. And the, if Houston wants to here, – here, here's something that could I would want to happen. Say they trade – Houston trades for Kyrie. Right. Do you think that makes them a better team, Harden and uh, it depends Durant? On who, it depends on who they'd have to give up. Like, if they can keep Spencer Dimwitty, you know, and Jared Allen and all them, if they can try and keep oh, them, yeah. then I would say so, but – I just, if I were the Nets, I wouldn't want to give away too much for Harden because really the team they have right now, I feel like it would have just the same chances if they had Harden, you know? Because that's true. I mean, they got Jared Allen, Spencer Dimwitty, you know, Karis Levert, he's good. So DeAndre Jordan, they have a really solid team. So that's what I totally forgot about DeAndre Jordan. If I'm being honest, I totally forgot he was on that team. Yeah. But if if I would I would think trading Kyrie would be better, but there's no way they'd be trading Kyrie. But that is something for everybody to watch. Watch to see what happens there. That is something extremely interesting that could happen. Um, but yeah, but um, let's get on something else. Um, the Vikings are back. Hmm. I I don't. They're only four and five. Listen, they're only four and five. Um. But they were one and five, so they're on a three-game win streak. They beat your Packers. First of all, how do you think about that? They did. I mean, one of our players alone beat your Packers. Yeah, our defense is completely overrated. We need to fire Patine. <laughs> Mike Patine is just—he's not a good de- defensive coordinator. I, I just our defense is just—it's really bad. We're terrible against the run game, and yeah, that's all it really needs to be said. I mean, we have the pieces on defense, you know, and we just can't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We just need to make changes, I feel like, in the coaching staff. Um, I think the offense has it clicking, though. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are on another page. I feel like a page kind of like Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, he's like three or four in the QB, like MVP conversation. He might even be two. Right. Uh, he, he, Aaron Rodgers is definitely – good enough for the hype. I mean, this week he threw for 300 yards, two touchdowns, and one rushing touchdown, but he did have an interception. Me being completely honest, I feel like I'm not totally – like me being unbiased, I'm not totally sold on us right now because we really – we really? haven't beat any – I mean, 
the teams we've beaten, we've beat the Vikings, the Lions, the Saints, the Falcons, the Texans, the Niners. And those none of those teams are real powerhouse teams. All those teams have, what, losing records or maybe not even over 500, you know? The, yeah. the Saints, what are the Saints' record? I think they're like 6-3, 6-4. Yeah, so other four. than the Saints, who are, even them, they're kind of mediocre this year. They're not who the Saints usually are. Yeah. We got stomped by the Buccaneers, and then y'all beat us. So I'm not, even though we're, what are we, 7-2, and two, whatever, I'm not. Yeah. I, I just have to see some more from us. See us beat. I think the I think the NFC is wide open. I think the Vikings can push for a playoffs. Um, did you watch that game at all last night? Uh, the Vikings. I Bears? did not, but I heard it was rough, like for the Bears. The Bears. Uh, you got to give some credit to the Bears. Matt Nagy is, I I think he's a terrible head coach. Um, but I mean, you're playing with Nick Foles, one of the greatest backups of all time. Greatest backups. He's not a starting quarterback in my opinion. No, he's not. But their their defense is good. Um, Kirk Cousins' only interception was it fell out of Thielen's hands and Khalil Mack grabbed it. So Kirk Cousins only had one interception. That's awesome. He he just uh, he just got above the Dak Prescott passing yards, and Dak Prescott hasn't played in like three weeks, and Kirk Cousins just got better than him. So I'm proud of that. Um, Dalvin Cook really didn't get it going until <clears throat> I mean the only. The Vikings only had two touchdowns due to Adam Thielen. I'm I don't know if I'm sold on Thielen. I'm sold on Justin, yeah, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson a, uh, he's, that he's like he's definitely the best rookie out of this. this year. You think yeah, so? I mean, well, I saw this thing on Twitter. It said he has the best. Like, uh, I don't know. Hold on, let me. You can go ahead and talk. I'm gonna try and find it. Yeah. Um. But anybody who watched the game, the the Vikings did end up winning. Very slightly though. Um, the the Bears use Caderos Patterson, whatever his name is. He's basically taste. If anybody has ever watched Taysom Hill for the Saints, he's a a quarterback who plays every position. Cordelius Patterson, I think it's how I'm saying his name right, is a running back. He's a wide receiver, but he plays running back. He, mm-hmm. he plays the Wildcat. I don't think any NFL team personally should ever run the Wildcat unless you, especially you're, with Lamar as your quarterback. Oh, yep. I think Lamar is able to run. I think he can run the running back. I think he can run the wildcat pretty good. But no, I don't think any other team should, in my opinion. But oh yeah, here I found it. Um, it, it says all right, go ahead. Justin Jefferson has played in nine nine weeks. He's been the highest graded uh, wide receiver in four of them. So that's really, yeah. and he's like him and Devontae Adams are the only two receivers over. Like, uh, let me see. Versus press coverage, they're the top two receivers. So it's, it's huh. he's definitely going to be a star. I feel like so. When I watched that entire draft, I watched the first two days of the draft, uh, round one and round two, which is I I might have recapped it. I don't even know, but that was kind of awful to watch. It was hard to watch every single per every single person's life get absolutely criticized. If if something happened in their life, yet terrible. ESPN covered it, but that was the a huge huge win for the the Vikings. Wasn't I think he was like the fourth selected wide receiver if I'm correct at uh at yeah, 18. I think so. Pretty sure. But yeah, that's kind of the recap of the Vikings game. Matt Nagy and his bald head got defeated once again. The Vikings are 4 and 5 and um we're on the uh we're on the up and coming. I think I think we could push for a wild card spot. I don't want to get 
ahead of myself, but um, you see, your, yeah, your next I mean, three games: Cowboys. That should be a dub. Five and five. Win. Panthers. Uh, mm, that might be hard. They looked really good this J- week versus Tom Jags, Brady. That should be a dub, but we almost lost to the Jags. So six and six. Yep. And then Buccaneers, Bears, Saints, and Lions. Six and seven. Seven and seven. We might finish eight and seven. If all goes well and we put our pieces together, eight and seven, maybe a wild card team. But um yeah. I mean, I think the 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 Green Bay, they're seven and two, but I feel like they're gonna they're gonna end up being that, you know, ten and three team. Yeah, we're we're not gonna win the Super like Bowl this year. They always win I'm, I'm just, we're not gonna win the Super Bowl. It's like every year Who's we have your... that team we have that a good team, but we just never I feel like it's always in our coaching staff's hands that they just always something always happens like that, and I don't know. We just never can pull it off with Dude, the good teams we have. But Braden last week predicted the Kansas City and Tampa Bay facing off in the Super Bowl. Who is your pick? Because I feel like the NFC is wide open and the AFC is looking pretty competitive. Besides, say that say we'll just take out the Chiefs for a second. We'll take out the Chiefs. We'll keep the Buccaneers. Say the Chiefs don't exist in the AFC. Who do you think it will be coming out of the AFC? Um, other than the Chiefs, I would have to say, man, that's tough. I'd have to, the Dolphins look good. The yeah, Cardinals look good. The Bills, uh, not the Bills. The Bills look no. The Bills, the Bills, Bills kind of look kinda bad. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably say. I mean, the Steelers look good, but I mean, I don't really know here's, who the Steelers. Here's my beat. problem with the Steelers: they haven't beaten anybody. Yeah, they, they beat the Titans, but other than that, yeah. I think Chase Claypool is one of the best. Probably, I I don't know if I'd put him over. Uh, he he kind of had one really good game, and now he's kind of cocky. I, I feel like when I watch him, I don't know. That but is, he's definitely not bad. I think big bet. Here, here are their wins. Week one, Giants, easy. Anybody could be – actually, the Giants are kind of looking weirdly good. The Broncos, easy. Texans suck. Eagles suck. Browns suck, but that was a good game. They killed yeah. them. They won versus the Titans. Only quality win. The Ravens – who do the Ravens just lose to? Um, what was that game? Look that up real quick. Ravens. Week 10. Oh, Patriots. Patriots suck. That was a yeah. good. That was a. Yeah. Um. So they beat the Ravens, who aren't looking good at all. The cow. They barely beat the Cowboys with a four string. And then they just beat the Bengals. I don't know. I don't know if they're good. They're, they're not. In, they're not finishing the season undefeated. That's for sure. I think though. it's just. I think it's Chiefs I, I think, run away, to be honest. I don't really see anybody else. The Steelers are eh, kind of. The Ravens are looking eh lately. How are I mean? Look at the Cardinals and the Dolphins, two extremely good yeah. quarterbacks. I think I think Kyler Murray's a little overrated. Talk about that last play with DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, that was crazy. If anybody hasn't watched that, you got to go watch it. Just look up. I don't know Cardinals versus who do they play? The Rams, Bills. Look up. Cardinals versus Bills last play on YouTube or something, and watch that catch. That was an Aaron. That remind me. Of, tell me that wasn't an Aaron Rodgers kind of throw. Yeah, it remind me of uh, Aaron against the Cardinals. Was it in the? Uh... Yeah. AFC, uh, NFC. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. 
and and to, to like go to overtime and move that. That's what that reminded me of. But that Ky- I mean, he has two thousand. I don't want to put Kyler two thousand three hundred seventy five yards, seventeen touchdowns, eight interceptions, seventy five QBR. I mean, he's the stats aren't crazy. So what's his rushing? Uh, let's see. I want to put Kyler in like the MVP conversation. He's not winning the MVP, but I like yards. to keep him in the conversation. Six hundred rushing yards, ten touchdowns, ten rushing touchdowns. Mm. I don't know. I, I mean, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers kind of. You know what I'm saying? Not to be biased, but he is kind of playing like a dog lately. Even though our defense is complete, you know, is just really bad. But crap. So put these guys. I feel like these guys are out of contention. Russell Wilson. I don't know what happens to him the second half of the season, but he sucks. Yeah. So we'll put we'll, he. I don't know. Russell Wilson's. This happens every year. He he plays like a MVP. Somebody said like he doesn't get ever. He has never got any MVP votes. I feel like maybe this year people are gonna feel bad for him, and he might even win because so many people are pity votes. Right. But no way, no way he should win. I mean, they play the Cardinals uh, I mean, Aaron, Thursday. So, yeah, it's they do be a very good game. Ooh. And then they play the Eagles, and Giants. I mean, they have a really easy schedule. Really, their only two game tough games are Cardinals and Rams, and the Rams are eh, too. So you don't think the Ram the Rams looks pretty good versus the uh, who do they play? I have to keep up with all these games. This is hard. Um, they beat whoever they were playing. Well, they they, they did, did just beat but, Seattle. That's true. I think if anybody was to beat, but other than that, they really didn't beat anybody. the Chiefs. But that's, they, that's they lost true. to the Bills. Any, they lost to the Dolphins. But my dark horse for MVP would probably be Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. But it's Pat, Patrick Mahomes is going to take it. And I have this argument with people at my work all the time: is you got to give Patrick Mahomes has insane amount of weapons to his disposal i mean it's not even funny how many people (sighs) put aaron Rodgers in patrick Mahomes, and i like to do this but it doesn't do anything what if patrick uh, what if aaron Rodgers was the starting quarterback of the the cardinals i mean not the cardinals of the the chiefs then you know he would be mvp or like he'd be number one mvp right now i feel like the Chiefs have a better team. They have more weapons, better coaching staff. I just yeah. They're it's it's crazy to think how good that team is. But um yeah. Um let's see. That's my my end with I think my family just got home. We'll end with um the NCAA tournament just uh I don't know if it fully announced, but it half announced uh they're gonna have a bubble tournament personally i don't think this is gonna work but i'd love to see how they would try to get it to work um they have they're gonna they're saying it's gonna be in indianapolis which i love i feel like that's close enough to us where i feel like we're a part of it right uh how do you think they're gonna do that because that's 64 64 teams yeah in one town that's a lot of, a lot of people you gotta feed. That's man, but yeah. imagine March comes around. Hopefully, we're in school. 
And my school is so chill, it's all online. Might be even be able to sneak a few games in to watch. I think Man. the first wasn't the first or second round. First and second round was supposed to be in Lexington. Or no, that was never mind. Never mind, never mind, never mind. That was twenty twenty five. It's supposed to be twenty twenty five. Oh. I just don't know. Yeah, it's it's definitely not gonna work. I don't see it working. I don't know how they're I don't even know how they're gonna schedule all the games in that, you know, a short amount of days. I just I Hey, the the NBA makes it look pretty pretty easy, so I feel like if they can do it Yeah, but NBA, you know. I mean thirty two How many less teams is that? They only have like eighteen yeah. teams. So But let's see. I don't know. I just don't see how that's gonna that's, make things I mean, better. Like wouldn't you wanna spread them out? put them in different locations and stuff. I don't, you know. That's 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 the thing. Is like have like each like the the south, west, east, north, whatever in their own separate place and then you meet. Right. Say say somebody gets covid. Say BJ Boston gets covid. Right. So, I don't know how they do that. Um what else should we end on? Talk uh, about Kentucky? UK yeah. basketball. Um, they beat Vandy. They have. Uh, do you think Kentucky scores fourteen versus uh, Alabama this no. Saturday? Over under they score under. seventeen. Under ten. Yeah, ten. Yeah. It's, really. We don't. We don't look good at all. It's pretty sad. I've, I don't think I've ever <laughs> been so wrong about a football team than this year. Our. I feel like our. What we need to do is fire Eddie Grant immediately after this year. Because, <laughs> but players like players like uh, Lim Bowden, Benny Snell, you know, they've made him look really good. Yeah. When in reality, I mean, it's just he's not good at all. I mean, it'll be what third and it'll be third and eight, and he'll run a screen play. Like I just, I don't. It's just not good. I mean, if you look at yeah. all how our offense is being run, and everybody's blaming the quarterbacks, everybody's blaming Terry, Joey, but we have the potential at quarterback. We just don't have the coordinator. Like our play con is. We're never gonna we're never gonna excel it, with it, him. <clears throat> we're never gonna excel with him at as our offensive coordinator. We just never will. You sound like you're getting a little emotional. Yeah, I'm there. in my throat. But I think I was actually gonna talk to you about this like a week ago. Who did we lose to? What like two weeks ago or three weeks ago now? Because uh, we had a Tennessee, bye week. Missouri, or not Missouri, Georgia, Missouri. It was Missouri. Yeah, Missouri, Missouri. Yeah. It was the week after Tennessee. We lost to Missouri. Um, I can't remember what I was doing that day, but I was definitely very upset. Um, I was calling for his head then. I feel like no matter how, if Kentucky, say Kentucky beats Alabama, that would kind of be like a when we beat Louisville like three right. years ago kind of situation. Because Louisville was like in the in the hunt to get into the the national championship, right. whatever. Say we beat Alabama, would you still be calling for his head? Uh, depends on how our – I mean, it just depends on how – if it's like a defense, if it's because of our defense, I mean, it just I'm just going to have to see it's how true. our offense plays against them. I just I don't see it ending well, you know. And then we play Florida after that. Florida looks really good. They looked really good. Yep. And South Carolina, I've really kept up with South – I know they just fired Muschamp, but <sighs> – yeah, I just I don't know. Um, what's let's end it by we'll do our predictions for Thursday night football, and we'll do our predictions for Saturday. Uh, 
Alabama versus Kentucky. So the Cardinals are playing the Seahawks. Let's look at that spread. Let's see what the spread is or if it's actually on here. I might have to look it up on my phone. Uh, the spread is nope. I'll look it up on my phone. That is perfectly fine though. I'll do that right now. Um, but in the meantime, my next podcast that I'm planning will be one where I'm with a few friends and we're just picking football games. So if that'll be the next podcast for anybody's listen, hopefully it'll be uploaded Thursday morning. So you can listen to that and see if our picks are terrible or see if they're good. We'll, uh, we'll see about that. But the um, here's the game, right? Oh my gosh! Oh, I'm in. I'm in. That all right? Here we go. So the spread for the game is Cardinals plus or Seahawks are a three point favorite. Huh. Uh, <clears throat> give your. I'm gonna put this in my notes. I like having this down. I'll put it in the bottom of this podcast. All right, make your prediction for the game. Uh, it's tough. The last uh team and by how much? It's tough. What well, Cardinals won last time, right? I think they did. Uh, yeah, they did. They did. I don't think so. the Seahawks. No, the, the Seahawks won last time against the Seahawks. Yeah, it was really time thirty-seven, thirty-four. So that's me think. Ooh. All right. So oh, wait, wait. I said it wrong. Give your team and give your score, like thirty-seven, whatever. I'm gonna go. Now write it down. Let me think. <laughs> I'm gonna go Cardinals. Cardinals. Oh, okay. But I'm feeling score. a high scoring game. I'm gonna say I feel like I want to match it with what they did last time. I'm gonna go <laughs> It's life 42, or death. Ooh. Forty two. Ooh. Forty two to thirty four. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna go on the other side. I'm gonna say Seahawks. I'm gonna say Russ Wilson bounces back. Uh, DK Metcalf has one touchdown, but like 200 yards. Uh, I'm gonna say 34, 28. It'll be okay. close, but it'll be a good game. Uh, but next, UK Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna look up the. I last time I looked at this spread, it was. It's freaking crazy. Um, it's like actually always at the bottom. Um, Kentucky, because nobody actually cares about it. Um, when Kentucky doesn't play, I like feel a sigh of relief. It's Alabama's a thirty-one point yep. favorite. <laughs> yep. Uh, give so I'm guessing you're yeah, picking Alabama. I'm gonna go, I was gonna say uh, forty. I was say forty-eight to. Six, maybe forty-eight to ten. I- I'll say forty-eight ten. Yeah, forty-eight ten. I'll say we're gonna touch down. Yeah, forty-eight ten. I'm gonna say our defense plays good. Um, thirty-four, wow. thirty-four six. That's generous. <laughs> Actually, 34-7. Generous. I say we get a touchdown. Yeah. That is All pretty right. generous. Oh, I don't know. I say, yeah, I'm gonna okay. say thirty-four right. ten. But um, yeah. That's um that's our scoring. Everybody watch for that when you're watching the game. If me and Landon are right or not, Landon, great to have you back. Yeah, it's been it's a while. A pleasure. Thankful. Thank you, everybody who listened. Actually, means a lot more than you guys know. 
it helps me me and Landon have an outlet to to talk sports and it's something that I've kind of dreamed of since sophomore year and it's kind of come true only get to do it maybe maybe one day we'll do it twice a week but I got a busy schedule so but uh yeah thanks everybody who listened um Landon got anything anything else to say nah I mean it's been a while you know had fun hopefully we'll get to do it more and hopefully you know podcast starts growing more and more so just see what happens next so yeah oh yeah all right we out